0: Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners again today. We're thankful to have this opportunity, the ability, and the means to be able to be with you each day here on Search the Scriptures, open up God's Word, study a little bit further, dig a little bit deeper, and learn a little bit more. And in that process, grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Now we encourage you to come and be with us in person at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ if you're able. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street, 3606 North 108th Street right here in Omaha. Bible, Bible classes begin every Sunday morning at 9:30 for Bible classes, followed by worship at 10:30. Sunday evenings we come back together at six o'clock for another period of worship and Bible study, and on Wednesday evenings Good time right in the middle of the week to kind of put aside our busy schedules and get our spiritual batteries recharged for the rest of the week. We come together each Wednesday evening at 6.30 for midweek Bible classes. Now, you're welcome to any and all of these services. Many of our radio listeners have come and checked us out in the past, and many have stayed on. Many continue to do so, to to come out and check us out. Get to know us. Let us get to know you worship God with us, study his word with us, grow spiritually with us. We hope to meet you soon. Now, we encourage you also to tell everybody you know about the program, Search the Scriptures. We know that a lot of people cannot tune in at the prescribed times that it airs over the radio waves because of their busy schedules, even though we're on several times a day, Monday through Friday. But you can go to our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the podcast button and sign up for a podcasting. It's free. It always will be free. When you sign up, you will automatically receive to your smartphone or computer or whatever smart device you choose this radio program every day, Monday through Friday. It'll be there for you, and you can listen at your convenience. But you'll also receive a great deal more Bible teaching a Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, all of our sermons, and a seven-day a week short, only about a 13-minute Bible study every day. And we can usually fit that into our busy schedules somewhere during the day. 13 minutes every day, seven days a week, we call this today's Bible class. We hope that you'll take advantage of that and encourage everybody you know to do so as well. We're going to get back into our study. We've been talking about the devil being our enemy. We've been talking about don't let the devil win in your life because he's in competition with you, basically. Now, we could say it from the broader perspective, he's in competition with God for your soul. But God is not going to make you obey him, but God has instructed in his word that He is the creator. He loves you so much, John 3 and verse 16, that he sent his son as the savior to die on that cross to pay the price for the guilt of your sins and that through him you can be forgiven of your sins and saved and be able to look forward with confidence to eternal life. Romans 5 and verse 8. Well, the devil is out to pull you away from God to keep you in sin and thereby to keep you in a state of condemnation eternally. And hell is the ultimate result, eternal condemnation in hell. And we're talking about a judgment that goes on and on forever and ever. The torments and agony are described in graphic ways in the New Testament scriptures. You don't want that, but the devil wants to bring you into that. He wants to keep you in sin and thereby away from God. God does not want that for you. God wants you to be with him in heaven for all of eternity where there is no more sickness or sorrow or suffering or pain or dying or tears. He wants you to have that blessed that blessed existence, eternal life in heaven don't let the devil win. And in this particular section of this study, we're making the positive statement, a statement of assurance and promise from God himself. You can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. Now, life throws all kinds of challenges at you, difficult times, trying situations through natural existence in this physical world. All of us face difficult times of one kind or another. Sickness, injuries, with all of the accompanying pain and suffering that goes therewith. Strained relationships between family members at times, between spouses, sometimes divorce. But also strained relationships between siblings and between friends and work associates and on and on financial hardships of one kind or another losing a job unexpected bills unexpected expenses hitting us and sometimes that's because of illness that's unexpected and then there's death death of a family member or a friend maybe death of a parent or both parents or a child or a sibling or a close friend well the dev- all of all of those natural situations that come through living in this physical world, those are challenging enough to our faith, but the devil is skillful to use those to further try to chip away at our faith in God and our faithfulness to him. But you don't have to let the devil win you don't have to let him beat you through those temptations. You can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. We read 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13 where the apostle Paul said that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. So God's not going to let the devil throw any brand new, never heard of before, never experienced by anyone before temptation that is so overwhelming that you cannot possibly say no to it. No, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. And what a great statement follows, but God is faithful. God is faithful. He will always make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God will never let you be overwhelmed by a temptation that is so powerful that you cannot possibly say no to it. As long as you're walking with God in faithful obedience, he will be right there with you to face down the devil. And James wrote in James chapter 4 in verses 7 and 8, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. As you're walking with God faithfully, obediently, consistently, well, there's no room for the devil in your life. And so again, James says, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. And the only way to effectively resist the devil is to walk with God, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. As long as you're walking with God faithfully, obediently, consistently, he'll always be walking with you. As I've put it many times, as long as you're holding on to God's hand, he'll never let go of yours. And you can have confidence in that. You can be assured of that. Just as we've emphasized in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13, as you're walking with him faithfully, the devil throws temptations at you. God will be faithful and never allow you to be overcome by the temptation, but always will make the way for you to say no, that you may be able to bear it. Well, but the devil will keep on working on you. Peter describes him as that roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. But Peter goes on and says, resist him steadfast in the faith. And the sense is that you can resist him. You can beat the devil as long as you stay steadfast in your faith, in your faithfulness, in your obedience to God, and in your dedication and commitment to him, to walk with him always through Jesus Christ. Peter could personally relate as he wrote those particular verses of scripture to what he had experienced From the devil. Jesus told him on the night of his betrayal that Peter was wanted by the devil. He said, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Now Peter responded and said, I'm ready to die with you. I'm ready to be with you, even to the point of death. And Jesus responded to him and said, before the cock crows in the morning you're going to deny me 3 times and peter did exactly that not because jesus made him do that or god made him do that jesus simply foretold what he knew was going to happen through his omniscience through his his being fully divine god the son he knew peter was going to deny deny him that that very night 3 times peter did exactly that because he Gave in to the temptation of the devil, he feared for his life, for his well-being, and he succumbed. Well, the devil cannot beat you though without your help. He cannot. He cannot overwhelm you against your will. Now, if you let him, he will blind you to the truth of God's word. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses three and four. He will. Cloud your vision, so to speak, of what the truth of God's word really says. Twist things around. Put doubts in your mind. But remember what Jesus said in John 8 and verse 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And in John 17 and verse 17, he identified what that truth is it is the word of God. He prayed to the Father, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And the truth of God's word is the key to, as we keep emphasizing, to your becoming faithful and growing in your faith and staying strong in your faith. God's word is the truth that will lead you to salvation and eternal life in heaven. The apostle Peter again, he wrote in First Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 22, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit and sincere love of the, of the brethren, let us love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever you purified your souls in obeying the truth of God's word, the teachings of God's word. Remember what Peter said in 1 Peter 5 in verse 9 after he said, be on guard, be diligent because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. In the next verse he said, resist him steadfast in the faith. And where do we keep emphasizing in this radio program? Where does faith come from? How does it develop within you? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19, we read this. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. We can certainly look around us in the world today, in our nation, in our area of this country, but we can look at the, broader, at the broader scope of the world as a whole. We can see the devil's influence everywhere. This world lies in wickedness. And in our country right now, the devil seems to be coming more and more effective In leading people into wickedness, into unrighteousness, into immorality, into sin, and away from God. Yeah? The world is under his sway. No wonder he's referred to as the God of this age, lowercase g, not on a par with God the the Creator. The devil has influence but it's not overwhelming, overpowering influence. He cannot lead somebody into sin against their will. And there's the point we're making in this particular section of this series. You can beat the devil. Don't let the devil win. You can beat the devil. Not on your own, by yourself, by your own power and abilities, but by God's power. With God's help, you can beat the devil. You can resist him effectively. Now, John also wrote in First John chapter 2, beginning with verse 15. Now, what did we just read in chapter 5 in verse 19? The world is under the sway of the wicked one. In verse 15 of chapter 2, John wrote, do not love the world. Well, why not? Because it's under the sway of the devil, under his influence. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So the ways of this world should not be our ways of life. Our ways of life should come from God through the teachings of his word, through Jesus Christ. John goes on and says in verse 16, All that is in the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, now here's the promise, but he who does the will of God abides or lives forever. Now let's come back to chapter 5 of 1 John. In verse 13, John wrote this. And what a tremendous assurance this is for us. These things I have written to you, he says, who believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, believing in Jesus is not just an agreement that Jesus came to this earth as our Savior, that he still lives in heaven, that he walked upon this earth. It's not just an intellectual agreement. It's belief put into action through obedience and commitment on a daily basis. And John says, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the son of God. Now, what does Jesus say there boiled down? You can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. My, what encouragement that is. What a tremendous promise that is. Eternal punishment ultimately awaits the devil and his followers, those who follow his lead into sin. In Revelation 20 and verse 10, the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. You don't want that end. You don't want to be in that place. You don't want to suffer that torment. In chapter 21 of the Revelation, verse 8, the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone which is the second death. One word of identity for that place? Hell. That's the end of those who follow the devil and his leads into sin. But you don't need to succumb to those temptations. You don't need to fear that ultimate potential destiny as long as you walk with God through Jesus Christ in faithful obedience consistently committed you need to make up your mind 1 John chapter 3 beginning with verse 7 little children let no one deceive you he who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous he who sins is of the devil Now, don't think you can walk in sin and not be of the devil. You're walking with the devil when you're living a lifestyle of sin. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, does not continue to live in sin for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. You need to make up your mind. Who are you going to walk with? Are you going to walk with God through Jesus, or are you going to walk with the devil in sin? Are you going to walk the narrow pathway that Jesus talks about in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 that leads to eternal life? Or are you going to fly down that eight-line highway that leads to eternal destruction in hell. Jesus said most people are going down that road. Few, few are traveling the narrow way of truth that leads to eternal life. That's a pathway of truth, and truth is narrow. You need to make up your mind. What are you going to do? Which way are you going to walk? which kind of life are you going to live? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus came into this world as your Savior, but also as the perfect one-time-for-all-time sacrifice offered by God the Father himself, offered his own son to pay the price for the guilt of your sins on that cross so that you could have the opportunity for forgiveness and redemption, salvation, eternal life. The Hebrews writer wrote in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9, but we see Jesus who is made a little lower than the angels in that he became man for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God might taste death for everyone. God offered his son for you on that cross so that you can know that you can beat the devil with God's help, with the help of Jesus, you can beat the devil. Let's pray. Father, help us to be reassured, to be assured always that as long as we are walking with you, you will always be there with us, and you will not allow the devil to overwhelm us but that with you, we can always beat the devil. We'll not have to let him win in our lives. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for Jesus. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Christ's name we we pray, amen.